in the um, Super Bowl uh, outcome, but I am glad because I do like the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. And um, so I'm happy for him, Andy Reid. Okay. Um, um, I know nothing. And congratulations to the Chiefs and and um, condolences and um, all of that to all of my friends who and family who are rooting for we're rooting for the 49ers yeah there's um it, and what I'm really happy about though overall I have to say is there's nothing worse than a Super Bowl where it's a blowout game and this was definitely not that like it was very like you know kind of touch and go a lot of the the way through and um, it was a good game. Like it was just a good like model football game with like lots of strategy and playing strengths versus weaknesses and all of that. So, um, so I will yeah, take I your word for it. Yeah, it was really good. Now I didn't watch the halftime show at all because I went to like that was my opportunity to like get some things done quickly around the house before the game came back on. Did you see any of it? Um, well, I was at a local watering hole um, mm-hmm. for the game, mm-hmm. and um, no, well, I saw the halftime show, but I could not hear anything because the DJ decided to do a set during the halftime show. Oh, interesting choice. <laughs> I mean, I guess if no one was interested in J-Lo and uh, Shakira, then sure, I think they just made that assumption, and mm-hmm. apparently he was correct because no one seemed to mind. No one was all. like, hey, I'm trying to watch the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, because that kind of happened earlier because he was playing music, and then Yolanda Adams came on, and everyone was like, hey! hey. Um, yes. Cut that off. Right. And he's like, what? Oh, Okay. And then, but yeah, during the halftime show, no one was <laughs> concerned. As I said, there were a bunch of hey and um, singing along during the halftime show. That's what was happening. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, Yolanda Adams did a lovely job, by the way. As she is known to do. Absolutely. Yeah, she's so good. Um, and then, um, and I actually thought, I, like, I'm never at all, I never, I'm like, don't understand the whole Demi Lovato anything. Like, I don't get why Pete, like, <laughs> I don't get why she was ever a thing. Um, but I thought she did an okay job with the national anthem. I was surprised, actually. Hmm. Yeah, it was fine. Like, again, for me, the pinnacle will always be Whitney. 
Well, of course, but that's yeah. like you can't compare. Like you, that's like over the moon, out of this universe performance. Um, everyone else, everyone else needs to like start with some other measure because that's not a thing. Um, I'm sorry, I'm a little, you know, I'm always tired because it's always late, but it's much later than us- our usual taping because of the game. Yes, I had to see it through to the end. And I, in- who again, you know, go sports teams do the things, score the points. That's kind of my thing. I enjoy chicken wings and you know, what drinks. And so that's what I did during the Super Bowl. I had lots of chicken and lots of beverages. I feel like that's a good thing. uh, Yeah, the only thing is like that doesn't bode well for me not yawning and staying alert. Yeah, no, it doesn't bode well for that. But, I mean, if, if that's what gets you through, you know, kind of this big event, I feel like it's if I had to sit somewhere and watch the World Series, that's what I would be doing. Blasphemy. Although, again, the World Series is several days and not just one. <laughs> no, like the last game or whatever, like the, mm-hmm. the deciding thing, I'd be like, okay. Although if yeah, it was I've... the Dodgers playing, I would be more invested because I again I feel like vicariously invested by from the people that I know who are very invested. Thank you. And again, I know people like I don't know how, but I find football so boring. I don't find it fun. I find that I feel that it's very slow. I just don't get it. And like I I, I know the rules enough to like know what's going on in the game, but just don't care. I don't care. So, yes, but yeah, Super Bowl is the one day you can get me to watch a game. And that happened. So now the good thing is baseball season (laughs) just around the corner. (laughs) Oh, God. It's the longest season ever. It is from March to like October. (laughs) It's awful. It's so bad. Love it. I'm going to try to catch some games if I can. I just hate going to Braves games, so we'll see. We'll see how we can work that out. But yeah, so um, are we going to do um, the regular format or what's going on here? Well, I, I um, just speaking of this, because um, this wasn't on my list of things to talk about, but since we're on the topic of sports and the baseball season is indeed around the corner. Um, I was reading the other day, I happened to come across, I don't even know how or why, because again, not a baseball fan. Yeah, Yeah, not a baseball fan. I think it was, but it was, um, and now I'm like, of course I'm like scrolling, trying to find a headline, but I can't. Um, This whole thing about the, this whole scandal with the cheating and the possibility of the stripping of the World Series titles. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about it? I have not read very much about it. I heard about it. Don't want to get my hopes up, and I kind of feel like yes, even though there was cheating, I feel that a victory 
delayed will just be bittersweet. It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't. So, yeah, so, I mean, at this point, honestly, I don't care. Like, it doesn't, you know, I don't care at this point. So, um, yeah, and that's not how we like to win anyway. And I feel like there's, you know, all manner of, you know, things going on in, you know, shenanigans in major league sports that, you know, if you're going to win, you you win in spite of those things. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I actually don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want to win this way. Uh, well, I don't think anybody wants to win this way. I think it's, it is, um, it's, it's just, you know, it just sucks because, you know, if, um, if the, the world series title, um, gets overturned, it's just, it sucks for everybody. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. it sucks for the fans. It sucks for the team because what you want is to play a fair game and Mm -hmm. to win, you know, by skill and whatever, you know, so that's, is it the, the Astros are one of them, right? Yeah. The Astros are for like, are definitively like have already, like it's, not a question that they cheated, which was, it had to do with stealing signs, right? Yeah. And then, um, and I forget who the other, it was definitely the Houston Astros and the now it, possibly the Cubs? No, I think we, I'm trying to, I can't even remember now. Did we play the Nats? I can't remember right now. Um, but I, the thing was, I distinctly remember like not being mad the Astros won because of like the Houston hurricane and all that. And I was like, you know, this is good for the their city. And so mm-hmm. I was even like, okay, I ain't gonna be mad. But yeah, this is just ugh, gross. Yeah, it's it's just I mean, it just sucks. It sucks that any that any professional sports team I mean it just makes me think of the whole like football um you know, the football, um, the inflating the football scandal with um, the Patriots. You know, it's just like any time yeah. there's any hint. <laughs> I'm almost like, <laughs> no, but it's so funny because you go to football to give an example when baseball has been riddled with so many scandals through over the years that like you just could have used baseball as an example, but you don't really know any baseball examples, so you can't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know any baseball examples. Well, I mean, like I know like all the drug all the drug examples, but that yeah. was kind of sports period. Like that was But it was really huge. It was a big deal in, in yeah, in baseball it was in particular. Really huge in baseball. Um it, you know affected some like really major players. Um but then like what was it? The um like the whole Black Sox things, like in the early 1900s, was like huge in baseball to the point where like the um, commissioner like banned people for life from baseball because he wanted to uphold the integrity of the sport. So it's always been, you know. Did you say early 1900s? Yeah. <laughs> I love that I'm not using relevant examples, but you go to like the turn of the century. But I'm saying because it had to do with baseball, and it had to do with the fact that since 
the beginning, they've always been, well, that wasn't even the beginning, but since, like, very early on in the sport, they tried to, you know, maintain the integrity of the sport and tried to, you know, kind of root out cheating and, like, harshly punish people who were accused of cheating. Right. So, you know, like, I'm sorry, I just listened to, well, American Scandal Mm -hmm. that had to do with the drug, the drug thing, the Balco, and yeah. then, um, which was, was very it, good. It's a good podcast. Was, it was another podcast that had to do with the black sock scandal, which was so sad for like certain players, like Shoes mm. Justin, who like it's still to this day like people don't know if he did or didn't. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of assumed that because of his kind of lack of education, he um kind of got caught up in it like he wasn't a ring leaner or anything he didn't like not play well mm-hmm. he took some money and you know whatever so he got banned for life when he really wasn't like a ring leaner very involved but he knew and didn't tell anybody about it more so and, right. uh, and of course the definitive um, baseball um, thing um, Kim Burns baseball which is excellent like all Ken Burns documentaries. Yeah, is there anything that Ken Burns doesn't do well when it comes to documentaries? Oh my gosh, so good. So, so good. A big fan of that one. I was like, I'm trying to get myself to eventually look at the jazz one. You know how I feel about jazz, I'm not a fan. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't. I don't it's care. It's so bizarre. I know. I want total weirdo. A lot of things. I, I did something the other day. And I was like, oh, yes. I, I like that very much. And so I was like, really? You do? <laughs> I, I can't remember what the thing was. And I was like, oh, my God. I enjoy it so much. And they're like, you do? I was like, yes. Yes, I do. And they were like, you don't enjoy a lot of things. <laughs> That is hysterical. I was like, that's not true. I'm just very vocal about the things I don't like. And they have happens to also be a long list. <laughs> it is a long list. It's a long list. Be honest. I did. And I've been starting, you know, since the whole Kobe thing, I'm starting to feel like convicted about things. And so there was something that happened or something that came across my um screen I was like ugh that guy and I was like you know what <laughs> I need to- wow Kristen I know I need to be kinder again this I am the person and I admitted this to someone like anonymously like people who don't know me in a Facebook group but <laughs> I I'm now saying it to our tens of fans Okay, yes. Uh, yes, tens indeed. That I am the person who was sitting at a funeral of a family friend. His sister walked in, who was my childhood nemesis. And I was like, ugh. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my word. You were at a funeral. Calm down. But I was like, it was like a visceral reaction of how much like I just disliked this, this person. So, like I said, there are very few people that I don't care for. 
but there, yeah, there are things I don't, a lot of things I don't care for. So yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm trying mm-hmm. to not be as judgmental about things, but you know, if people would get their acts together and things would, you know, be right, then you know, it's not my fault. I know what's correct. Wow. <laughs> to quote one, um, um, David Rose. David Rose. Oh God, you don't watch Shit's Creek. It's so funny. Yes. It's not my fault. He's like, this is not correct. It's not my fault that I know what's correct. Wow. <laughs> yes. That so okay, so yeah. Hmm. It'll um, be something interesting to watch and see what happens. It'll be interesting to watch and see. I mean, I do hope that there's, um, even though, again, going back to this isn't how anyone wants to win. And obviously when cheaters cheat, it messes it up for everybody. Um, there should, there needs to be some repercussion. So whether that includes the title being stripped or whether it includes, uh, you know, various other fines and whatever. Um that needs to happen. Um, Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so that's just awful. Um, so, oh, what? You still there? Yes. So okay. I propped my Topo Chico um, on some oh that fell over. So, yeah. You and the Topo Chico. I'm obsessed. And now you are obsessed with this drink. And now they're selling it at. Well, again, I'm obsessed with sparkling water. <laughs> oh, we haven't told your milk. listeners. We haven't told our listeners about your Perrier commentary. Because it's irrelevant. Uh, it's anyway, not. It's hysterical, I, you guys. Uh, <laughs> tell the story. And don't do that shucking and jiving rendition of me, that an imitation of me that you do, which is very annoying. What shucking and jiving rendition? You do, and I was like, it very, it very much upsets me when you do that. And I was like, I don't sound like that. Where do you get that from? God. Go on. Tell the story. <laughs> so, Kristen and I were on the phone. And what we were talking about me doing, getting, um, doing something bougie is what we were talking about. You were doing something. Bougie. Oh, no, you know, you, ha- I had, you had suggested that I should join a uh, meetup group for whatever it was we were talking about. And I was like, I'm not going to do a meetup group. And you called me bougie <laughs> for saying that I wasn't going to join a meetup group. And so she, I said, so I basically was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Kristen says, you're so bougie. And then takes like a breath because she's shopping in the store while we're talking and says, you're so bougie. Oh, is the Perrier still on sale? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, do you hear yourself? just called me bougie and you're like checking to make sure that your favorite sparkling water is still on sale okay so point of correction perrier is not my favorite sparkling water oh point of correction what's your favorite what is your favorite sparkling water Kristen? honestly the 59 
spent sparkling water, flavored sparkling water at Kroger. The Kroger brand is mm. my favorite. Um, followed closely by Taco Chico. <laughs> also, <laughs> not bougie. And mm. again, uh, number two, I am not ashamed <laughs> for liking sparkling water. I mean, Nor should you be. Exactly. And again, I was only looking for the Perrier because I knew that it was on sale. I normally do not buy Perrier because it's too expensive. And I actually don't prefer the flavor and the taste of it. So there you have it. I will not be shamed. No, I mean, I don't think it's bougie at all. As soon as it came out of my mouth, that it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was hysterical. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having. You know, several different uh, experiences with sparkling water and strong opinions about which ones are better or not. Not bougie at all. Exactly. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> so, Viral Vox. We've got to move this thing along. So, there are a couple of things. One that I sent you that I thought was hilarious. Of a little girl oh. named Taylor. Yes. Who was talking about, um, you know, something that some of us deal with in life, the Lizzie's of life. People living, take yeah. things that do not belong to them mm-hmm. and feel entitled to have them, even though they did not earn them because they were in <laughs> Canada. So, <laughs> Taylor's mom records her and has recorded her for years. And um, this one just has been making the rounds. It was just so funny uh, because I think I think I was just thinking like we like can relate to to, to Taylor. Oh and my gosh! Yes. And she had this pencil, a perfect attendance pencil. That a she pink, anytime. perfect attendance pencil. And she was the only one that had that pencil. Mm-hmm. It needed to be sharpened, so she put it in the pencil sharpening like box. The community box. Yes, Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're in elementary school, you need to, they can't be at the pencil sharpener because they'd be up there all day Mm -hmm. at that age. So the teacher, they put them all in the box, the teacher has somebody sharpen where she sharpens, then they can pick them up later. So that's what that is. We don't know what that is. And so, um, yeah, so she goes to her box. Mm -hmm. Pick up her sharpened perfect attendance pencil, and it's not there. Because Lizzie. Lizzie. Decided that it was cute mm-hmm. and that she wanted it was sitting up there in front of her face doing her morning work with her pencil. Her perfect attendance pencil. So. Yep. <clears throat> yes. Her this is bold face. This is bold, Lizzie. So if you want to write up on Lizzie, like for real, and then thank you, shout out to Reese who also stood up for Taylor and was like, Again, you didn't earn it. We know it's just a pencil because you were in Canada. That was so funny. <laughs> that was so funny when she imitates her. When she imitates yeah, she's her. Like, oh, she didn't say it like that. She said, you're in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You guys, you said gonna... it the angry way. Yeah, you said it the angry way. <laughs> Reese just said it right Reese just said it normal because <laughs> yeah. she wasn't nearly as hot and heated. 
know. As you are about the issue, but she did, you know, try to stand up for her girl. So that's good for Reese. Yeah. Um, so... We need more Reese's in this world and less Lizzie's is basically yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, Don't be it was a Lizzie. Hysterical. Don't be a Lizzie. And also, um, We'll go ahead and post the uh, the Twitter link on our Facebook page because yeah. it is it is just it's so f- I've actually watched it like two or three times in a row when you sent it to me because I had to catch it all because I was busy laughing like the first couple of times through and um, yeah Taylor was cracking me up with because she had mad attitude and she was fiery hot about her pencil her. Perfect her attendance pencil. No, her mom was, no, her mom was like, pencil. well, her mom is doing what, you know, what parents do, which is like, okay, well, let's think about, like, how can we be, you know, diplomatic? And, you know, she was doing the, she like, how can... it. She was not. She was not hearing it. She was just like, listen, like, you know, all pencils do the same thing. She was like, but she didn't earn it. <laughs> I was like, ooh, wait. She, I was like, you know, show me the lie. <laughs> because... Right. If she was in Canada, clearly she did not have perfect attendance. Perfect attendance, right. She decided to go on vacation. Did I tell her to go on vacation? Did no one tell her? No one told her to. So, so yeah. The funny thing is, since then, her mother has, you know, given her a pencil sharpener so that she can sharpen her pencils and not have to deal with mm-hmm. that commonness of the... <laughs> yeah, which is a good um, solution. Um you know, just a good roundabout way to kind of not have to have this encounter again. But it'd be nicer if Lizzie was just a better person. Yeah, but we, you know, but I'm not gonna, you know, people were trying to ride on this little baby because Lizzie is the worst. And I just can imagine Lizzie at 18. She's gonna be even worse. But okay, oh, Lizzie, I hope you become a better person. <laughs> and that happens. Sometimes kids are horrible and they grow up to be normal, well adjusted adults. True. Um, yeah. So, good luck. It's a, it's a possibility. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck to the people around. Oh, good luck, Lizzie. Good luck, Lizzie. Okay. Um. Oh, and the other thing you mm. told me about in one of our conversations that mm. were not a podcast it was not a podcast rather. Um, mm-hmm. you told me about this Netflix show called Cheer. Hmm. Um and I was like, whatever, I don't I don't know. And then I saw a BuzzFeed article about all the reasons why Jerry is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? The BuzzFeed article? No, cheer. No, I watched the whole thing. That's why I told you to watch it. I knew you okay. were gonna like it. Okay, so yes, so Jerry is like a whole thing. And um, Jerry is a sweet baby angel. Um, We do not deserve Jerry. Mm -mm. Um, He's just adorable. His mat talk. And there's now a video out there of him like mat talking people going into work. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that's so cool. Oh, my God. I love it. But the the funniest one of the BuzzFeed article was J.J. Watt of the Houston Texans. Okay. Tweeted and he was like, It's his wife, I think Kalia. He's like, Hey, I've heard people say cheer on Netflix is really good. We should watch it. Me, I guess we can give it a shot. 
me two episodes in. Jerry Harris is the heart and soul of Navarro College <laughs> If he doesn't make the mat, I will write. I'm not right. <laughs> yeah, because you are really invested in who makes Matt, which basically means who's going to get to perform at the national championships, which is like the whole thing. I mean, like, so, mm-hmm. uh, so no spoilers, but like, there's, it's like you're watching it the whole time, kind of like, you know, invested in getting invested in sort of, um, so, you know, all the different, and they're not characters. I mean, it's a reality show. So, like, right. all these people who are like, you know, um there's you know there's there's some clicks there's you know um the backstories for each of these kids who you know are Most from the are heartbreaking yeah really um difficult stories um in terms of uh, background and up, upbringing and all of that and then um so anyway cheer in on netflix is really good it's an easy binge watch if you're like it's like flu season so if you're it's like it's a great like oh yeah for a day or two it's an easy like watch because i think it's like six seven episodes like it's not six, long just six episodes it's just six episodes yeah and it's like they're not even like an hour at a time like they're quick you can absolutely do it. Oh, and there's one more person who re- responded to JJ Watt, and I thought hers was like, same girl, same. But she's like, I want Jerry in my life to just cheer me on doing everyday things. Me, doing the dishes. Jerry, hit it, girl! <laughs> me, folding laundry. Jerry, yes! <laughs> me, getting ready for work. Jerry, you got this, girl! I love that. I love that. Yeah, there really should be like an app for that. Like, <laughs> there needs to be something because Jerry is like, yeah, he like lives to be. He's like a walking motivational like speaker, yes. like walk, walking motivational quote or something. Like, um, I yeah, love it. And he's like the so real sweet. Impact that he has on his, you know, his circle, like the other mm-hmm. kids around his teammates, and like that one, Ladarius. Oh, the Darius. He's a yeah, so just, you know, the even as the effect that he had on him and it was just it was just awesome. So Yeah, it's a it's a it's 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 an interesting show. Um and you know, like the, the cheer part of it is sort of, you know, the the context that it's all happening in, but it's really like interesting, you know, just on its own relationship wise outside mm-hmm. of you know like you don't have to be into cheerleading i i am not but i caught it and was very um surprised how uh, quickly i got sucked into it so um so yeah we love jerry we love jerry <clears throat> best best of luck to you, jerry making little heart hands for jerry as we speak yes i was like so i saw my cousin about him He's just a sweet baby angel. He is. He is. So, um, other news, like, again, this is going on in a little while, so I'm going to keep it short. But, um, um, one (laughs) thing that happened in the news, and I heard about it, and I don't really, I see this man's name a lot, don't really know a lot about him. Not Mm -hmm. even sure how to pronounce his name. I think it's Javonta Davis, who is a boxer. Hmm. Okay. No. Okay. So he's been um um in the news a bit because of his actions during Super Bowl weekend. He was at a cherry basketball game. I think Mm -hmm. yesterday or day before yesterday. 
Um, and he got into an altercation with a woman who was later identified as his um, the mother of his child. And all okay. was caught on video. Um, and they were escorted out where I don't know what happened, but he literally like grabs her and drags her oh. out of her seat and like yeah, like tells her to come on and like grabs her and like drags her out. And oh. people are like, um no. No, sir. That's not okay. And then he goes on to issue uh the statement and I was like and this is the problem we don't understand like the levels and okay he says I never once hit her yeah I was aggressive and told her come on that's the mother of my child I would never hurt her so um being abusive doesn't mean just hitting someone. Mm-hmm. You can be abusive with your words. Um, I will just say this. I wish you would <laughs> drag me. Try, try to try, drag me. Somewhere. Try. Capital, all caps, T-R-Y, try. And let's see what my reaction would be to this. Mm, right. So, um, and of course, there are like crazy people defending this behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he didn't, phys- you know, quote unquote, hit her, um, and I was like, guys, like that's not okay, like not okay, no. unacceptable behavior. And I was like, if you do this in public, right? What does? It- yeah, exactly. If you're bold enough to do that in public, what are you doing behind closed doors? That is always the question. Always the question. And for anyone who had any doubts, not okay. So just, yeah. Okay, so that yeah, that's just awful. So I just want us to do better, and just want people to just be better ed- educated about the different forms of domestic violence and abuse. And it doesn't mean just a strike or a punch. Like all these things are are wrong and not okay. So, of course, I don't see anything possibly changing with this like we talked about I think fabulous you know long long time ago and mm-hmm. now he basically punched her and like she lost teeth and she's still with him today now taking pictures on Instagram like you know it's all good and that's no, he deserves sad. so much more than that it's very sad yeah it really is I hate that yeah. uh Okay, yeah, Javante Davis, you suck. You suck, and um, Javante, whatever your name is, Javante, you need better people around you. She needs better people around her. I'm like, where again? Where's her daddy? Where her brothers? Where her cousins? Anybody? Just is I mean, anybody who doesn't care about getting tickets to this and that, Mm -hmm. and we're actually gonna, you know, help her and like support her. So. Mm, I don't know. I don't I just, get it. I don't, I Especially don't. off of, yeah, like it's yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. So okay, on to better news. Mm-hmm. Um congratulations to my girl Sierra and Russell Wilson. Oh. They are expecting baby number three. Oh, are they? Nice. Yeah. Good so for them. 
during the playoffs, I think when Seattle played that last game maybe a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, she was in a one of his jerseys and just had the number three. And so there were just, you know, speculation about, oh, is she saying that she's expecting baby number three? And that's what I thought. So I kind of looked at her timeline and noticed that she had been very covered up. Okay. Sierra doesn't really do, I mean, she does like the boy thing, but even though she does like the masculine thing, she might wear crop tops and, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. she at times, you know, is very tomboyish and wears a lot of clothes. But even so, like half the time, she's like wearing nothing. So mm-hmm. she had been just very covered up. And I was like, oh, she, she, yeah, she, that's a, her cryptic way of saying she's about to have another baby. So that was going back and forth. Sure enough, they announced it earlier this week. Um, they were in, of course, Turks and Caicos, I believe. Of course. And, um, oh, I see that. Mm-hmm. That shot. So cute. Um, yeah. So congratulations to them on what is it baby number three although you know it's so she has one and they have the the two-year-old together and this will be their second baby baby together yeah it's her her baby baby number three got it her baby number three although he basically you know raises the other one yeah yeah baby future um but yeah this is her third and their second baby together very nice what a beautiful picture too this photo that she posted it's gorgeous Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, beautiful. So yeah, so that's pretty much that's all the news I'm going to talk about. I'm good. <laughs> wow. Okay. I um, things, but I do want to tell like another little story when we get to the like things in our our week. So. Okay. Oh, the other thing I was going to mention is that um, we we talked about uh, Groundhog Day last week, and today is actually Groundhog Day. And um, P- Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow, so much to the delight of all those in wintry, snowy states, it means that it's going to be an early spring. Yeah, and I also, like, huh? It's been very, it's been very mild here. Like it was seventy degrees today. Well, there you have it. The the groundhog is not wrong. And I posted, I found <laughs> the a today segment. Um, that I posted on our Facebook page, all like it's like a I think it's a six minute video all about Punxsutawney Phil, where he lives, how he's taken care of all year, and the like really wacky people who all are like sort of in charge of taking care of him. It's very interesting. Okay, so there you have it. There, there, there you have it. I know you guys were waiting with bated breath, especially Kristen. So much so. Go on. Tell me what's what's next. Um, I don't know. The Oscars are next week, so mm-hmm. we may have to record earlier because um, they're on Sunday, of course, as they always are. Um, next week, and um, I am still shy to movies. I just have not gotten to the movies yet. Um. Have you seen any of them? No, because Atlanta Kristen does not watch movies and mm. doesn't care about the Oscars. Oh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. I have not, I don't think, seen a single movie. You should, um, there's a I few that are don't... on Netflix that you can watch. Yeah, I just, 
I don't care. Like, I think I don't want to watch anything serious. I'm just not, I'm still not there. And I, I'm trying to think of the last movie I saw. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go see Little Women. And there was something else. I wanted to see Just Mercy. And I just don't do it. So I'm just like, hmm, okay. And, um, gosh, the last movie I saw was probably the Downton Abbey movie. Which was so good. It was excellent. They're making another one. Very happy. So, yeah, so that's how long ago. Like, I, I just don't watch movies anymore. I think I finally got burnt out on my, all the movie watching that I did before I left California. Hmm. Fascinating. Every movie. Again, like, I watched so many movies that there were no movies for me to watch. Like, I'd literally seen them all. So yeah, You did. I'm just kind of, yeah, taking a break from movies. Um, I still love them, but yeah. And when I sit still in the dark, I go to sleep now. Wow. <laughs> just wow. I have wild. to too sometimes, but really happens a lot now. Well, I mean, sleep is a good thing. So there you go. There's the upside. So what else is going on in your week? Uh, let's see. Let's get personal. Um, oh, I so on Saturday, I had my first session. or It was my consultation visit, but it was like, you know, a regular session mm-hmm. with um, the grief counselor that I was referred to. Mm-hmm. And it's a very good match. I'm very much looking forward to meeting with him on a regular basis, which is going to be um, Thursday evenings, weekly, until we're done. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm super excited about it. Like, it was – It's exa- it, I'm very excited. I, I knew that it was what I needed to do, and mm-hmm. I got a good referral and made the appointment and went to it on Saturday morning. And it was um, exactly, exactly what the doctor ordered, so to speak. So, um, yeah, so it's, he's just, he's, has a kind face and and he was just kind of, you know, he's sort of amazing, like really just exactly everything you kind of want in a therapist. Like he asked helpful questions. Um, He was funny, you know, (laughs) but like appropriately Mm -hmm. so, you know, like it was um gave me a lot of space to kind of like think and um explore you know what I'm feeling which is precisely what I need to do right now so I'm super excited about it um and I'm also you know like I'm also glad because I really wanted to um be transparent about it um just generally speaking because I think people tend to treat therapy and seeing a therapist like you know some sort of what say in our community in our community for sure um it is still taboo to see a therapist or to say you need therapy or to do anything um with regard to mental health um that is outside of what you know outside of whatever traditional things like just sucking it up or, or, you know, um, and so it's, it's, it's an unhealthy pattern that's been established. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really wanted to post about it on Facebook, 
for that very reason, because I think people think, you know, oh, you're a pastor, you're whatever, you know, and, you know, and think that's in, in the church, I think, in, especially in the black church. I think it's still kind of seen as like, oh, it's, you know, all you need is Jesus. And, and, you know, and there's this just an unhealthy theology that speaks against, um, getting additional help as though that's not a way that God can intervene. <laughs> so, um, and it's, it's just so problematic, you know, that it really, it, it, I think it, it, for a lot of people, there's therefore a lot of shame attached to going to a therapist or it's, or it's, you know, so they don't go, or if they go, they do it kind of like in secret, you know, like it's this like clandestine thing that has to happen. Like, that, you know, you don't want anyone to find out about for whatever, you know, sake of them, you know, thinking less of you or whatever. So, um, so yeah, so it's just, it's really problematic. And so mm-hmm. I uh, was really um, glad because I did post about it on Facebook af- on Saturday after I got home, um, basically just saying like, hey, like, you know, because uh, Saturday was, you know, yesterday, Saturday, it was the first, February 1st, first day of Black History Month. So I just kind of like coincided with like a whole like, here's, you know, here's what I did today. And, you know, and here's something for everyone to consider as we like, you know, look back on our history and like make new history going forward. Like, take care of yourself. And if you think that you have something that you need to work through, and you want to see a therapist about it, like do it, like go find a good therapist. Mm-hmm. And like, and then I was really glad because of course I had a ton of like very good feedback from a variety of people in my life. And, um, and then one of our, our, one of our number one fans, one of our two number one fans um, mm-hmm. um, also posted a link. She like posted, you know, a thanks for posting and sharing about it. And then also posted a, um, a link to resources, uh, online resource to find, you know, to find a therapist, you know, one of those like kind of online catalogs. And that was great too. So I was, um, you know, so I'm hoping that it is an encouragement to, to anyone um, who might see it and um, real, you know, uh, maybe at least have like just some realization that's like, you know, okay, if she can get, if she can go get, you know, a good therapist, so, you know, so can I, like, not everyone, everybody needs therapy at some point for something, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, so that's the big thing that went on for me um, this week, and I can already feel it, um, just the impact of just um, knowing that it's happening, (laughs) it's already making things a little Mm -hmm. better, you know, so, like, you know, it's just little, it's, you know, you take little steps and you see how they like help you out. Um, so even today I was like able to, you know, I had gone or yesterday, I should say after the appointment, I was feeling like lighter because I had like laid down a bunch of my burdens <laughs> at mm-hmm. our initial session. So I was able to like go to the store and shop for the week. And this today I cooked and I have breakfast and lunch for the whole week. And I haven't done that. I, I It's been weeks I mean six or seven weeks Mm -hmm. of okay you know and that's like something that's been bothering me that I haven't been able to do so um so yeah so just you know 
that's my, I think that's my big like takeaway for the week is um, therapy is a good thing when you need it. Um, so, you know, don't be afraid to find yourself a good therapist. And actually one other person today mentioned that they were, they actually, uh, uh, um, uh, one of our mutual friends mentioned that she was thinking about going to, mm. or had been thinking about going to grief counseling. And um, now she feels like she's going to really go into, go look for one. And I thought, great. You're like that just mm-hmm. made me feel great. Like I was like, great. Like, and honestly, like, I, you know, I, I know some of what's going on in her life. And I thought, yeah, for sure. Like, you, like that would yeah, be really good for you. Yeah. You absolutely would benefit, you know, because, um, yeah, you've had, you know, like people have hard things in their life and, you know, difficult chapters that are, um, that have opened and shut and yeah, you need to talk through that stuff. Like you, this idea that we have to carry these things by ourselves without any assistance is just so detrimental to our spirit and to our souls. So yeah. And, um, you know, the biggest, I was very reluctant because again, like, we don't do that, or I you know, don't necessarily find it helpful, and um, I'll be fine kind of thing, and, you know, therapy has been, like, amazing, and it's kind of funny because I've had, I had that discussion with a co-worker, a colleague, mm-hmm. on Wednesday mm-hmm. about therapy, and how he was mentioning that he needs to go, you know, get into therapy, and I, you know, was very transparent with him about, um, <clears throat> my experiences with therapy and like not just like seeing a therapist on a weekly basis but literally being in an outpatient program twice Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know going that which means like I you know I'm not committed to a a (laughs) hospital or anything but Mm -hmm. literally like my job was going to therapy I went to therapy three times a week sometimes Mm -hmm. four times a week and in addition to then seeing a therapist on one of those other days so Mm -hmm. So like very, you know, and, you know, taking medication and all the, mm-hmm. you know, struggles around that. And, you know, like, basically, like, it was the best thing that I could have done. Like, it doesn't, you know, solve all your issues, but it just Mm-mm. gives you um, a place to process it. And with a, a professional, like, you know, I have, like, an amazing group of friends. Like, you, you yeah. know. And um, I'm one of them. Yes, you are. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I happen to be one of those amazing people. Yeah, and you know, you know, spiritual guidance and all of that. But mm-hmm. you know, you need to sit with professionals who mm-hmm. can you know provide you with those tools to um, kind of cope and you know process your feelings. So I mm-hmm. am a huge advocate. Of therapy and medication if you need it because Mm -hmm. you know do not like just go through life you know carrying all these burdens and you know life is hard enough like if you there are people there who can assist you like please use it like just just do it just do it um very helpful love therapy yeah and and as i tell people i was like i need jesus and medication um every now and then and therapy yeah like yeah. i mean it's i don't understand they're like, not mutually exclusive they're not mutually exclusive um it's and it's just yeah it, it and it really is it's for people who kind of shout down um 
the the or and discount in any way like the need for um any any part of that um are not doing anyone they're not doing anyone any good and you're you know oftentimes allowing people to sort of spiral into their depression um because they're afraid of what it means if they look for help and i've had you know a family member who's committed suicide and you know, mm. former students and who didn't get the help that they needed and so and when you're you know dealing with tough times you you're you kind of surprise yourself with some of the thoughts mm-hmm. so um yes please 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 go oh. and we'll also share that link that um <clears throat> Angie Share. Yes. Yeah, we'll definitely put the link on our page. So we're showing we're we're giving you the wonderfulness of Taylor on the Facebook page this week and a link to help you find a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um so we're just covering all the bases on yeah, our Facebook so. page is what we're saying. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We, we sure are. So I'm gonna have like <laughs> a much lighter kind of thing. So my week sure. was like pretty much the same, like you know, I worked a whole lot and had um, went to like this great training. I've been to it several times, but I went to it again and always more little nuggets. And again, like the whole therapy thing, he also talked about how we need to have therapy. <laughs> He's like, therapy is amazing. You mm-hmm. know, He's like, there's stuff in your childhood. You need to process this stuff. Like, so it was just. You know, interesting to kind of see that whole discussion like mm-hmm. that's kind of like a thread all week. So yeah, that. So one thing it kind of made me a little sad that um my the podcast that started all for me ended this week. Oh, not the West Wing. West Wing. Oh. So um. I was not into podcasts. I didn't get it. So when everyone like was going on and on about Serial a few years ago, I got into that like way later. And I was like, oh my God, why was I not listening to this? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, but Andrea told me about a podcast called West Wing Le- Weekly. She knows I am obsessed with West Wing. It's my favorite show. I watch it several times. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I will do a beginning from season one to season seven um look i mean a rewatch of Mm -hmm. several times a year love it and so um a guy who was also obsessed with the west wing um teamed up with joshua molina who was on the west wing and they did episode by episode um kind of podcast about the west wing and it was great they were very funny, and um, it was very neat to get uh, Joshua Molina, who was a part of the show and actually is very good friends with Aaron Sorkin, mm-hmm. um, to kind of give his feedback. And because he was on the show, they were able to get a lot of the pretty much every person who was on the West Wing, like was on their podcast at some point. Mm-hmm. And the nice. last show, they had pretty much everybody, like Aaron Sorkin came back. Um, mm-hmm. Well, like all the creators, all the you know Martin Sheen, like all the major act Richard Schiff, like all the major actors came back and you know kind of did a Q and A. Um, it was a show that was on, you know, like started maybe sixteen years ago, and mm-hmm. it's been rebrought to life with the you know being on Netflix, and also um, 
with this podcast, you know, kind of reviving interest in the show. So it was great. And oh. I'm going to miss it so much. Yeah. I'm so like, it's so funny because I, um, I remember when I came across it and I was like, oh, I cannot wait to tell Kristen about this because I knew. I was like, if anything is going to get her hooked, it's going to be this here, right here. At the very least, she'll listen to this. So, oh, well, that's good, though. Like, I, they, like they, I mean, that was like a serious endeavor to do um, a weekly seven podcast. Seasons. Seven seasons. Of, you know, like a seven season show, especially like they were a network were, show. A network show like back in the day where they like they had really, like 20 episodes. Right. They like cranked out episodes. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like now where you're like lucky to get like 15 in a year, you know? Um, so that's that's a huge endeavor. So that's pretty cool that they, they actually got all the way through from, you know, season one to seven. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, farewell. Um, yeah, Rishi, Kersh- uh, Rishi, and um, Natasha Molina, great job. Um, yeah, so that and oh, funny story. So hmm. I was in. I realized, like, I'm, I'm okay. So you know, I cut my hair, and so, but I'm mm-hmm. also very lazy. I hate doing my own hair. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to do better, but I haven't been twisting my hair like I should. So I went out and went to the beauty supply store, which in Atlanta is very intimidating because there's so much stuff in the stores. And they're yeah. huge. Or at least the yeah. one you took me to was like Target. Yes. And like, they <laughs> I was like, to- this is all just beauty supply. <laughs> yes. So. It's always kind of like, okay, I know the products that I like, but I was like, I want to tr- always like, I was like, well, maybe I need to try something else because, you know, like, I need my curls popping and like, no, whatever I'm using, this ain't working. I need a new mm-hmm. thing. So there's all of this. So then I was like, I stopped doing like the edge control, like, you know, with mm-hmm. my edges, like maybe a couple months ago. I was like, you're going to get whatever you're going to get, people. And so, <laughs> you're gonna get the edges that I bring okay you're gonna get the edges that I bring I'm not spending extra time I know I'm getting up early and doing my miracle morning but that miracle morning is not doing laying my edges like that's not a no. morning. no so today I was that's like, funny. What? let me just pay some attention to my edges so I had this idea I was like let me text Kanisha and ask her what Sophia uses on her edges. Okay. So uh, smart. Yeah. So uh, Kanisha has a thirteen-year-old daughter who um, is. We adore. We adore. Love her so much, and she's very much into hair. And her edges are always laid. So um, laid. That, and so she sends me a picture. Of the Style Factor Edge Booster Stronghold Water-Based Pomade in Citrus. And I was like, huh. Okay. I actually saw this. There was a whole display of this stuff in different colors and scents. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, that seems interesting. It has a whole display. This must be very good. Mm. And so I was like, "Uh I don't know. Let me just try my old stuff. So she goes back and so she sends me a picture of the um product and then she was like this stuff and eco gel together 
I'm going to read the whole thing. She's like, she does equal gel first, then she locks it in with edge booster. These are her direct quotes. (laughs) And I was like, okay, at first I I missed something, so I thought it was a three-step process, but it is a a two, I was like, a three-step edge process? Who has time for that? It's so... (laughs) (laughs) 13-year-olds. But it is not a three-step. It is a two-step process. A two-step. Got it. Yeah, she does the edge gel, an eco gel first, and then she locks it in with the edge booster. So, um, listeners, if you want to get your edges laid, Mm -hmm. um, you need to, yeah, eco gel and style factor edge booster. I use regular old, um, is it Brown Brothers? Now I can't even remember what it is, but it's in a black and white container. It uh-huh. works very well. I use the regular one. The strong one, extra hold, does not work for me. It okay. has a little waxy buildup. And who needs that? So no. I use the first kind, and that works sufficiently for me. Where it yes. kind of gives me a little wave um, with the curl, but it doesn't over do it like okay. it's not, like super hard I, I hate yeah and then like if you know, like if the um if the product gets like waxy and starts chipping then it just looks like you have dandruff which is like the worst thing ever right and that is what that other one does like and i was like ew really? yeah don't like yeah that. and lots so... of the like lots of the like products like like that like are like you know because they need to be yeah they need to find the right things because like otherwise um it's because part of it is it's different than anything else you put in your hair because it's on your skin too mm-hmm. so like that's the trick is that like the combination needs to be right to where when it dries it's not going to just flake because that's the worst that is the worst and so i also found a new leave-in i was using carol's darter leave-in conditioner and i was mm-hmm. like i'm tired of this let me try something new so i'm in a natural hair care aka group so okay i um searched for leave-in conditioners and i was literally standing in front of one that everyone was going like gaga over and I was like okay this is a huge bottle this looks nice (laughs) smells good like lemongrass or something I was like sure let's try this Mm -hmm. and it was so expensive because Mm. I did not notice the sticker oh the sticker said I thought that it where it was said one thing but when it came to the restroom it was like a different thing and I realized I was looking at the wrong product so this I like the results so far. It looks cute. So I was like, okay, this might work, but okay, this is going to last for a while. Yeah, is it light enough? That's the thing about leave-ins. I feel like they need to be like, they need to hold, but they also need to be light. It's like a spray, because I only like oh, okay. sprays. I don't like leave-in, like, lotions and stuff, because mm-hmm. they are too heavy. And they, like, they're too heavy, and they leave, I feel like, I don't know, I don't like the feel of it. So I do like this one. And okay. I'm actually going to twist my hair so that um, it will look like I want it to look. But until that time, I'll just look, use products. And I brought that detangling brush. Have you seen this detangling brush that's all the rage? No. Uh, you don't need it because you, your hair texture is different. But um, there is like a detangling brush that was mm-hmm. created by this black lady where it's... um. The teeth are kind of separated, 
and mm-hmm. they're like blue or black and like it's it's for like three and like four basically four um hair like tight curl hair the detangler there okay takes all your hair out so it's fantastic i love it and um yeah so now that i have all the tools maybe that mm. will i don't think so but i'm gonna pretend that it will make me do my hair i feel like i should be watching youtube tutorials like everybody else like the bestie has taken this natural hair care thing and like is on youtube finding tutorials and like doing her hair and styling it so cute and her hair is really cute i was like i don't know when you have time to do <laughs> like when do you have time to do all of this I know. Now, you know, it's like, I, it's, you know, this is why I, you know, I love the idea of wearing my hair curly, but it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is why I get my hair done every Friday and I get it straightened every week because then I don't have to do anything except show up on Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um. I, yeah, my hair when I tried to straighten it was straighten it was very angry with me because I hadn't straightened it in a very <laughs> long time, like like ten years. So when I decided, oh, you know, it'll be real cute. It was I like, nope. Straighten my hair in humid ass um Atlanta. That'd be real cute. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm literally my hair was rejecting the straightening while the girl was like flat iron in my hair right like um you're sweating a lot i was like okay sure but yeah my hair is like i was like i used to get my hair pressed all the time like all my life and then i was like every week and i was like yeah but it's been curly so long it's not gonna this is not gonna stay no it's true like your hair gets used to whatever it is you're doing so i mean there was a time when my budget was a little thinner, and so I was getting my hair done less often. And somehow, like, you know, then, like, my hair, kind of, like, you know, my scalp and my hair, like, all sort of, like, adjusted to that. And now I'm back to going weekly. And I tried to skip a week, and it was a disaster. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, like, no, no skipping. Just, okay, got it. Sorry. So yeah, I feel like literally. whatever it is you do or whatever your scalp and texture or whatever, like your hair's like, do the thing that you're doing and don't try to switch it up because it's about to be a problem. It gets very angry. Very angry. It's mm. not a fan. No, it's like, who needs that? I have enough issues. I don't need my hair mad at me. Yeah, seriously. Um. <laughs> uh. So, yeah. Okay. Well, good. I mean, it's at least now you have all the things that you're likely going to need and the sage advice of a 13 year old. I feel like you're at least set up for success. Yeah. I don't think I don't have a toothbrush because I'm not going that far. Like, I don't need the edges of a 13 year old. I need the edges of a, a grown woman. <laughs> I don't need to do baby hairs and all of that. No, baby hair. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need all of that, but I just need to lay down a little bit. Just a little bit. Just lay down. Just lay down. Be just chill. Just lay down. Yeah, because it, yeah, it was like being, 
a little bit unruly. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> so how are your New Year's goals going? My New Year's goals are going okay. I think not much new to report from last week. Um, like I said, I do, I am feeling, although I should say, like I, one of the things that I was, that was on my list was, you know, having to do with um, spending and then also, um, I thought I put on here um, the eating eating well or whatever I'm looking at it right now because I happen to have it in front of me um all that to say in terms of the spending what's going to be helpful is like for example like I mentioned earlier I have already made all my food for the week which was Mm -hmm. one fifty dollar grocery store stop for Mm -hmm you know, all my lunches and all my breakfasts. Um, And that's going to save me money because I, you know, that'll be money that stays in the bank account and that I can roll over into savings and start, you know, uh, or I should say roll over into my emergency fund, which needs to be built back up. So I feel good about that. And actually spending wise, I've tightened up overall this week. Like I went, I really went like, especially right after um, Madge died, I was like, it was, it was like a combination of like Madge died. It was Christmas shopping season. Um, so the usual thing where like I'm shopping for other people and I find, see things that I want um, was like exponentially worse this year because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm shopping for other people. I see things that I want and I'm also super sad. So I deserve to get whatever I want, you know? So it was like the retail therapy was like out of control um so all that yeah it was the other day it was it was bad so all that to say um that feels a lot more uh under control um i haven't ordered anything um online i don't think um for like good week or two which doesn't seem like a lot but honestly I was ordering something every day um, at at one point so um so yeah so I'm like glad about that um and yeah how about you how are your goals going good the only one like I um and coaching said that I was going to do last week I did not do so I'm gonna do it in the morning um and I was like, hopefully it won't make me late. But yeah, I'll do it in the morning, which is go to the gym. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. You're going to go into the the one that you had driven by or parked near. Yes. Okay. So, um, my thing, I told everybody that I was going to go and sign up on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I did not. And then I had car shenanigans yesterday that I... um rectified today and then I had to go do all the stuff today that I didn't do yesterday so mm. I was like not even thinking of doing that so I was like I'm gonna wake up super early like I do during the week mm-hmm. and go and do that good and then go to work and beat everybody there so yeah I'm doing like these 
the this call session in the morning and I'm kind of like the leader, so I have to make sure that I'm there before everybody else is there. Nice. So setting the example. And I was like, y'all need somebody's gonna be needs to beat me here. And I was like, not gonna happen. But okay. You can strive for it. So yeah, so we shall see. Um yeah, I need to again, it's almost midnight and I'm usually not up this late, so there you go. Yeah. Um I was thinking one last thing that we might add um during the month of February, since it's Black History Month, is maybe we can bring a little bit of like a lesser known black history trivia at the end of the show. Okay, do you have one for today? I happen to have one for today. I would hope so, because I was like, we only have a few <laughs> days, you know, it's the shortest month. I know, there's only four, it's only going to be four episodes, really, so I figure. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, and this is, um, I was reading um, about um, Sojourner Truth earlier this week, mm-hmm. um, and so... Of course, like I knew that she was an abolitionist and very mm-hmm. uh, active with women's rights and a mm-hmm. speech maker and all those things. Um, and, you know, I think we all various times through high school and college have read um, Ain't I a Woman and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But I did not know that um, having um, been uh, born um, in New York, um, that she was actually grew up speaking Dutch as her first language. Hmm. Did you know that? No, I don't think I did. Yeah, so I thought that was really an interesting little fact. I was like, oh, okay. Like I wouldn't, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I had forgotten that she was um, that she was born into slavery in New York. I, you know, like I just that was a detail that I didn't, um, the New York part that I didn't remember. Um, but yeah, she was, um, she grew up speaking Dutch, which I thought that is such a cool thing. Like I've never mm-hmm. even like occurred to me. Um, so, um, it says, um, I guess whatever the, 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 you know, um, the family that she'd been sold into was a Dutch speaking family. So that's, that's what she was first exposed to. Mm-hmm. Little known, lesser known black history trivia. The more you know. The more you know. (laughs) You know, I just feel like so much of this stuff is glossed over, period. Like the big bold facts are glossed over, period, in traditional history, American history. um, That definitely these lesser known things are not like out there. So I feel like that that can be kind of like a cool thing. Like it's, I, I feel like that's the next piece of like you know making black history more of a mainstream thing that everybody knows about is pushing to get like the details that are not readily available or that anyone's ever cared about yeah but and, I don't, and the thing is like i feel like i don't know what things people know and don't know i feel like people mostly like, I don't know. I feel like when I think about the way, even, you know, I was in education for 14 years. And even though it was, and 
I was in elementary, but I spent a lot of time like exposed to what middle school and high schools were doing. And I was astounded at the fact that like no one really ever went much deeper than sort of what you would consider sort of like the heroes of the civil rights movement. And, you know, like, you know, it's just like the names and the places and the, you know, it was just repeated and regurgitated mm-hmm. over and over and over again, as though like that, as though there's not more information out there to be known, like as though there's not these kind of like additional details and richer histories and stories and biographies and, you know, um, so I think that there's just a ton that people, I feel like you could really pick anything and most, a lot, a, a, like a large majority of Americans would be like, really, you know, <laughs> because where would you get it if you're not like going out of your way to look for it? You're not getting it like at school. Yeah. So, so hmm. yeah. Sounds good. All right. Thank so you. you have to do next week's. Okay. I'll try to find one too. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can have two facts. Yeah, I mean, I have lots of facts. You have, you are full of facts. <laughs> I have lots of facts. You are the fact checker of the group, the friend group, the fact knower, and the fact checker. I don't know. <clears throat> I lost you there for a second. Oh, I said you're the fact knower and the fact checker of our friend group. Mm-hmm. Lots true. of pressure. Huh? Lots of pressure. Because oftentimes I'm wrong. Uh, really? Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was going to say, Ooh. being modest. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you? <laughs> what is happening that right is now? At being modest. I was like, I'm unfamiliar with this was really thrown off i was like i don't even know how to react to that <laughs> you're like really it's like Kristen, is that you <laughs> oh gosh that's a quote from a comedian he had a joke about oh john mulaney he had that joke about um someone asked him you know what would you kill if you saw he's against the death penalty and i was like what if you saw hitler would you kill him? And he was like, well, based on what I learned in school about Hitler, I maybe saw some pictures of him. If I saw an old, you know, is it like a man who looks like Hitler did back then? Or like an old man, you know, who would be the age of what Hitler would be? Like, I don't know if I'd kill that man because I'm often wrong. Like, you know, do I know what <laughs> Hitler would look like as like a 90-year-old man? I'm not sure that I would. Like I'll go up and kill him, and people are like, "What if you killed an old man?" <laughs> and they were like, and he was like, "It was Hitler," and he was like, "No, it wasn't." He's like, "He looks like Hitler." They're like, "A little bit." <laughs> I love John Mulaney. <laughs> I love John Mulaney so much. That was. So- uh. He's so funny. That's hysterical. I was like, why would I laugh at like killing Hitler or the fake Hitler joke? But the fake Hitler or the yeah, the looks a little bit. He's like a little, like uh, just a little. It kind of favors him. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's like, I'm an option raw. Like, why would we do anything based on what I think it looks like or what he uh, That is really good. Okay. So, all right, guys, we're gonna all right, folks. wrap it up for real. Okay. Um, if you know of a little-known Black History flat that you want us to read, yeah, by all means, message us, email yeah, text- us, whatever. Yeah, if our you, emails you know, on like, the Facebook we have page many too. Friends who know us, so yeah, people who know us, you can text us. You can text <laughs> us. <laughs> don't you don't us. have to go to our Facebook page and message us, but yes, you could do that. But you can do that if you don't know us, but you really want to. In- yeah, slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. That's a thing yeah. that people do. That's a thing that people do. And also, we have chaplains, <laughs> pastors that set thirst traps as well. Oh, please. <laughs> it did not. You most certainly did. Oh, okay. I'm still going <laughs> off. Not I most certainly did. One of our colleagues posted a picture of himself in bed, and it was like, Good morning. Smile today. You know, God is good. And all of this stuff. And I sent uh-uh. it to the Sia. She was like, um, what in, what in the world? <laughs> she was like, yeah, it was like, happy Sunday. Start your day with a smile. Good every, good morning, everyone. God is amazing. And he was, and she was like, "Now, what does my dear Lord have to do with this thirst trap? <laughs> Jesus, be a robe. Jesus, be a robe. Jesus, be a living room, and not your bedroom." <laughs> Why are we in the bed with you? And yeah, no. Shirtless so. in the bed. Uh-uh. The smile. There, you are not smiling. You're giving come hither look. Wow. So I was like, yeah, I don't need to see this in the on early Sunday morning. Mm-mm. No, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, he needed to be going, getting ready, getting up and going to church instead of putting all that on. Uh, his social media. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> Amen. We're touching and agreeing on that one, girl. Yes, indeed. Oh, what a mess. Oh, That's too God. funny. Okay. Okay. For the third For the third time. Third time's a charm. We're gonna go. Uh again, hope you're hope you're catching on. We're Posting on Mondays now. Dropping this episode will drop tomorrow, Monday, February third. So happy Monday, everybody! Get to work safely or get back home safely. Whenever you're listening to this, we're hoping we're in your car or in your earbuds. Um, we are back. We are weekly. We are on it. Yep. And uh, and happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Blackity black black this We're blackity black 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 this month. We're black every month, but this month we're extra black. We're super black. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. 
questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle, email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com.